Welcome to Moon Harbor Heroes. Today's issue is Cataclysm Crew, issue 109, Snakebite. On the cover, Allie and Ben are wrapped in the coils of a massive snake demon, which rears its head and prepares to strike. Ben grimaces, Allie grins. We turn the page and our story begins. So yeah, I think we get that panel of like our eyes beating, each of us holding the blades, like all this chatter of the blades around us, and then the look at the wall and simultaneously run slash at it. If you succeed, though, I do want to describe how it looks. Awesome. Okay. Yes! That's 11. <laughs> okay, so you know in anime when they do the paper wall and it's like the samurais in the back of it, you can only see their shadow? Oh my god. Like, that's what it looks like, but on the other side is going to be like the, the, the wall itself. And it's like, you take a slash and I take a slash and you flip in the air and you do this like cool flip slash, but you can only see the silhouette behind the paper wall. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> There's that like weird drum in the back in the background too. Oh my god! <laughs> and it's the same thing as with the boulder earlier. Like, it doesn't crack at first. It just hangs there for a second, and in the moment that it's hanging there before it like collapses, one of the skeletons looks up and is like, "Ah, oh, you're leaving so soon." I know this place is a little bare bones, but I was really hoping you'd remains here a little bit longer. Oh, uh, the remains one's got me. The remi- Yeah, that one got me. <laughs> every single one of these is interjected, like, after the panel of Allie just losing her shit laughing. I hate this so like, much. Like, bent over double. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then you cut through. And there is a rush of that purple liquid that just comes bursting in through this open wound. Because the snake is underwater. I like a speech bubble from Allie as this starts rushing through. Remember, you can drink it if you have... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Because of like the pressure to like, do we get sucked out? Yeah, there's a moment where you like get pushed in and then like get pulled out after that. Okay. Oh no. Uh... So now we're in the middle of this. And we get a panel of the two of you in this, like, murky purple liquid that's, like, purple and silver shining. Again, it's kind of similar viscosity to blood. Uh, and you all probably can't see this, but the readers can, in a full-page panel of this massive snake's face, like, probably 10, 15 feet away from you. I am looking through different playbooks right now to see if there is something that can help me, um, if there's an ability that can help me act underwater. Because I do want to mark a doom track in order to do this. Yeah, you don't have to pull a move from a specific playbook. I'm okay. always like, there are so many powers between all the different playsets. You just pick a power. You can have it. Can I just have like, because I don't want it just just be swimming. I want it to be like specific. It could be like, body transmutation you could like turn into like half demon half mermaid or something like that you have like the suit on those into the suit like your suit like into like a mermaid thing and like gills yeah i was gonna say demon mermaid sounds dope cool Exp- uh first go ahead and mark a doom track awesome girls are gonna be real mad when i get back oh yeah and then uh tell me what it looks like as you transform with these new powers do you did you <laughs> Did you did you two ever watch Power Rangers growing up? Yep. Okay. You know how 
um, you know, about maybe like 18 minutes into the episode, um, we, you know, the Power Rangers uh, summon their zords. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a montage of me turning into like a demon mermaid. Uh, but like it's gonna be bigger because you know we're trying to get the Zord feel for it right now, and and yeah, so it's kind of like all these pieces connect out of nowhere, like through this like blood viscosity lake that we're inside, and now I'm like, it's almost like kind of like mech ish, if that makes sense. Perfect, perfect, yeah. <laughs> all of my powers are cooler when AV is around. I would like a panel of AV like opening her mouth to try and speak. And then like, her trying to, like, sputter and spit out this stuff underwater. And then I want to think real hard so it makes a thought bubble that says, What the hell? Two cool transformations in one team up? And <laughs> I want to grab that thought bubble and rip it into this place so I can show it to Ben. <laughs> you could just do that. Cool. Oh, and then I pull another one that says, Where's my cool suit? <laughs> It's like tapping on my copy of the blade, trying to make it do. <laughs> Ali, go ahead. I'll give you an option here. You can either roll to unleash your powers, and if it works, you get it. Or you can mark another one of Ben's doom and just do it. Oh, I don't feel right about that. I'm gonna unleash. Oh no, no, one hundred percent do it. One hundred percent do it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> AV has met Clara, and that's not cool. Okay, I'm just saying, enthusiastic consent. <laughs> I would, I would have laughed so hard if you would have done it, and then we would have had had to explain that. I don't oh know how God. I got one more in my Doom track, but it's there. That's a nine. Perfect. So unstable or temporary, or market condition. Uh, I'm gonna go unstable or temporary. Perfect. Can I make a suggestion? Absolutely. So in Power Rangers, there's usually um, what you consider what's called an extra ranger. And whenever they come in, they have their own zord. And then that zord connects to the main zord. I'm into it. <laughs> I see. Can you tell me what your zord would be and how it connects to mine? Oh, um. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. <laughs> can it be a seahorse? Yeah. I was going to say either either a crab or a flounder, but I'm so about this right now. No, you got to go crab. Crab is so much better. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm going to go with just like a big flat crab surfboard thing to just like clip it on you. I'm going to zip around with you. Perfect. Uh, before you can zip around, though, that is unstable or temporary. So because you're using Ben's magic and you're not super familiar with it. Hell, I'm not familiar with my own abilities. Let's be I honest. I mean, that's fair. While Ben's, like, demon zorg fits around him, fine. Yours kind of just hits you. It's eventually gonna get attached. But for the moment, like, it comes to connect to your legs and, like, knocks you in a circle as it connects. Like, it comes in too hard. <laughs> and, like, the next one hits you in the chest and, like, get, sends you flying backwards a couple feet. And you're just getting battered around. It's gonna take you a second to get into this. Okay. Which is not a bad thing, because that snake is lunging to bite you, and you just get knocked out of the way as these teeth, like, snap shut right in front of you. And, uh, Ben, you've got a second to do something. What do you want to do? Oh, 100% directly engage a threat. What does it look like? Well, now that the- so the crab thing is attached to me, right? 
Uh, not just yet. It'll take another not second before okay, that cool. happens. Okay. So, so then I would just have my regular main weapon, uh, which I want it to be, um, I want it to be a pentadent right now, mostly because, uh, um, my wife just made fun of me very recently about knowing the difference between a trident, uh, trident and a pentadent. <laughs> uh, and <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try, I'm going to fight it with the pentadent. All right. Go ahead and directly engage a threat for me. Oh, it's an eight. All right. So on a seven or nine, you choose one from that list. I'm gonna. Do, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna create an opportunity for my allies. Perfect. What does that look like? Right now, this snake is very focused on Ali mm-hmm. because she is very mobile. I think we get that. That uh, uh, I think we get that panel of like the where where Ali's real small, and then uh, and then in the in the background, it's it's the the snake opening up their mouth and about to eat them. But then I just like come zipping out of nowhere and I hit them with the pentadent so it knocks them off panel. Perfect. But now my pentadent is stuck, so I feel like it gets another it gets a shot on me, right? Yep. What's gonna happen is the pentadent's gonna get stuck in its cheek as you like knock it aside. And then its tail's just gonna whip up and knock you. You go flying out into the air. Can I try to defend that? Yeah, sure. With the opportunity? Absolutely. Oh, my savior's bad, y'all. <laughs> um do you want me to tell you what i'm thinking before or after i roll uh go ahead and tell me before what does it look like i think like if i get con- i get control of my crab mech and i'm just gonna try to pinch the tail <laughs> i think we get the battle of av like finally pulling back into control and like zipping towards this tail that's flying towards uh ben and just going pinch 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 and also saying pinch, 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 pinch. Perfect. Go ahead and roll to defend for me. That's a three. Perfect. Pinch, 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 pinch. Mark potential. And both of you get knocked into the air. As you are in the air, you notice that all around this entire like cavern are stalactites and stalagmites and just sharp jagged rocks that just stick out from the walls. It looks like you're in essentially like an inside out anemone. Do we get stuck? Yeah, do we get stuck? Nope, you just got launched into the air. And as you hit the water and come up with like heads above the water, that snake is nowhere to be seen. It's just somewhere lurking, a la like jaws underneath you. (laughs) Oh god. Um... How close is, like, how close is dry land? Oh, there is no dry land. Oh, no. Uh, can I can I pinch one of the stalag... I don't know which ones are on the top or bottom. Tights, because uh, they so hang t- tight. Tights, yeah, they hang tight, yeah. And But then I think of stalagmite, because it might fall, and it never works. And then no, grab dead not... with the other claw. That's not a saying, I see. Right, but I thought about it once, and now I can't remember which one's real. <laughs> Like black on black on red, you now you're dead. Black on yellow, kill a fellow. One of those isn't real, but I don't know which one, so I avoid. Well, now snakes. you're just now you're inflicting other people with this. Yeah, I know. That's who I am as a person. <laughs> Can I uh, use one of my claws to grab a stalactite and the other to grab Ben and have us like hang? Uh, yeah, that's totally fine. That's well within your power set here. And uh, you two are hanging over this water, Mm -hmm. and it is just rippling, but not in a way where you can, like, tell where this thing is. It's just, there's something moving under the water, but 
the waves do not give any indication of where this snake is. Allie, how long can you hold us up here? Uh, I don't know. Click, click, click. (laughs) (laughs) I have an idea, but I have to be right in this position. I I will resist the urge to click my claws as long as I can. (laughs) This is more of a willpower than a physical thing here. I know, right? Okay. Oh, God. Okay. Um, How can we... I need the snake to come lunging at us right now. How can I get that? How, how can we make that happen? Do you want to provoke the snake? Yes, that's exactly what I want to do. Have we entered battle? No, you should do that. Let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, who is the leader here? Ben. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely me on this one. All right. Uh, does Ben have influence over Allie? He does now. I'm in a cool suit with a weird sword. <laughs> Take it, let's ever be. All right. Allie, what is your purpose in this fight? Actually, nope. Ben, what is your purpose in this fight? Uh, to beat the snake so we can get the treasure. Allie, what's your purpose? To help Ben. Okay, all right. We'll give that the same purpose then. That puts us at five teams so far. Does any member of the team mistrust the leader or the team? Oh no, definitely not. I don't. We're cool. We're cool mech buds now, so this will this will go. The when I retell the story, it's going to make no sense. <laughs> and do you all think you're ill prepared or off balance? Oh, one hundred percent. I've got a really we... good grip. I think our balance is fine. No, that I think we're all, I think we're ill prepared or off balance. I was just thinking, just it, th- this tr- this traipsing into hell. We were just just in general, we were ill prepared. I mean, I never know when carcinization is going to happen, but I always expect it. So does that count for something? <laughs> oh my god! So how are we doing on team tests? That's four team. Okay, okay, feeling good, feeling good. Um, I'm going to provoke it. All right. I'm going to jiggle Ben as enticingly as I possibly can. Ben, go ahead and roll to provoke for me. Ben, be sexy, but like deep, dark, snake sexy. But don't try. Be effortlessly sexy for the beast below. Oh my god, it's an eight. I think it's just going to do it. Tell me how you look enticing for this thing. (laughs) But like, keep it PG. (laughs) Okay, I am... I think I actually do tell AV to wiggle me because it's kind of like a, um, kind of like a lure on like a fishing hook, you know? And I feel like if I'm, if I tell AV to be like, hey, like pretend I'm bait, that's exactly what AV does and that's why it works. Oh yeah. Perfect. And it comes lunging out of the water at you. Wait, what was step two? What was step two? (laughs) (laughs) I am going to mark bolstered. So mark your doom track to use an adult move one time. And I'm hoping that this works. Alright, what adult move are you using? I'm gonna overwhelm a vulnerable foe. <laughs> Is that fair? I'll let you use it. It's not gonna take it out, um, but I'll let you use it to get an opportunity to, like, you're not gonna kill this thing. Okay, but will it go away for narrative purposes? It'll go away at least temporarily, yeah. Okay, cool, okay. Alright, so... That's a five. Can I use team? <laughs> you would have to spend one team selfishly, and Ali would also have to spend a team. So how would you be spending a team selfishly? Can we frame what this looks like before it succeeds and go off go from there? Absolutely. So uh, that's a good point. 
So Ben, what does this look like as you are trying to overwhelm this vulnerable foe? So when you have a mech, you usually have some sort of power move in order to end the, uh, the, the, the confrontation. I'm going to be using my power move. And I know how I'm going to use it selfishly because I'm also going to make I'm going to make AV suit attached to mine. So then instead of my regular power move, it's going to be my super power move. Oh, can I toss a suggestion for that part? Okay. What if like AV's suit attaches as like a shield that you use to block one of its blows during this? Oh, cool. Okay. Like that very directly puts me in the path of danger. <laughs> My suggestion was going to be that in doing this power move, there's, like, blowback, and, like, you two get slammed up against the uh, stalactites above you. Okay. But I like the shield idea better. Yeah, let's do it. And how I'd like to spin team, I think, is, like, when you reach out and grab my mech, I'm going to... I don't know how this, how your sword actually looks at the moment, but, like, I think we see me, like, throw my copy of the sword to you and mm-hmm. just double the blade's power during this yes <laughs> or maybe like I'm, I'm like channeling all the energy of my copy of the blade like through the suit and into you perfect so i do have to choose two since it's a seven i'm not gonna choose you hurt your form uh your foe more than you intended just because i feel like that's against the spirit of what we're trying to do right now yeah i was so, gonna say you probably can't choose that one yeah so you cause serious collateral damage and then you take a power a powerful blow in turn I think I'd take a powerful blow because I didn't know that Allie was going to be in danger on this one. Perfect. So let's start with Allie taking a powerful blow there. Because you are going to get hit with that, like, force before the, like, super move hits the thing. Oh, like, the snake lunges and, like, just, you deflect it off path with me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a seven. All right, choose one from that list. I am going to regret this, but I am going to struggle past the pain. And I am everything but hopeless. That feels right for Allie as a person. Yup. Oh, God. And then, uh, Ben, you're going to take an emotional powerful blow from this. Oh, that's an 11. Uh... (laughs) Oh, no. I'm going to say you lose control of yourself or your powers in a terrible way. Perfect. As you hit this snake and it goes, like, hurtling away from you, It's going to crash into the stalagmites and like, while they are sharp, the scales are harder than they are sharp. So it's just going to like crumble. Uh, However, you get a look in its eyes and for a moment, you see all of the worst possible outcomes of your respective journeys as a group. So you see one world where Lucy's soul is ripped out of her body and essentially becomes a doorway through which the souls of the undead take over the earth. You see a world where the Blade of Sorrows gets full control and just goes and slaughters and takes thousands of souls from people. And you see Clara go full beast. And it's just, it's the kind of thing that's going to linger with you, but also something you see in that the split half of Clara's soul that the Blade has... While you're using the blade's power, you can feel that part of her soul pull a little bit on the half that's still in Clara. Like, as you use Clara's soul to power the blade, Mm -hmm. if it would have dropped 
10%, for instance, it drops 5%, and your Clara's soul drops 5%. Oh, jeez. Okay. So they are still connected in some way. Oh, no. And then the snake crashes against the wall, and these stalactites just start falling from the ceiling into the water. So now, like, there are sharp rocks falling from the ceiling. Yours has not fallen yet, but probably will eventually. Mm-hmm. Now the water is just getting churned up by these stones falling into it. And what you need is still at the bottom of that water somewhere. What do the two of you do? Where are we at this point? Like, sorry, physically? In my mind, you were still hanging from one of the stalactites. Been hanging on to it now? I think Ben's suit, like, latched on. I'm going to say that way Ben could use both hands for that final move. Cool. I would like to propose that, like, my suit has cracked and fallen apart at this point, And I'm back in, like, I'm AV. Perfect. Could I ask AV to drop me so I could just, like, dive into there and just try to find whatever we're looking for as fast as I can? Yeah, I think you're in control of your suit. So if you want to just disconnect, you can drop. But you can, like, put her back on a stalactite so she doesn't go into the... Yeah, that's what I'm going to be doing. I think I'm standing on your suit's shoulder. <laughs> I can hold my breath. It's fine. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> I'm looking beat up, but I'm not ready to step out of this yet. Yeah, I drop in. Because we got to do this as quickly as possible. Yeah, I'm crouching down and just hanging on tight. Keeping an eye out. Perfect. This water is practically impassable. You can either roll to unleash your powers and try to get through it. Or you can just use portal and be on that chest and get it. I'm gonna have to... I've marked three Doom tracks, I think, since I've been here. So I'm gonna roll to unleash my powers. Perfect. Oh, God. Oh, I can't even help with that. That's a three. Terrific. You get through this water. It's a struggle, but you get through it, and you get to the chest. And, like, the water is swirling around you, but... I don't know if you want to open the chest and grab the spyglass out from inside, or if you want to... I'd rather pull out the chest and then open it when we're... Because, when... like, I don't want to open it in the middle of this water and, like, have it damaged somehow. So I'd rather just grab the chest and just pull it all out. Perfect. Yeah, you can do that. Okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my punishment. <laughs> don't worry. I've got it. You'll you'll see it later. Okay. <laughs> Okay, and can we, uh, yeah, so I just, like, swim all the way back up. Yeah, and the chest is, like, pretty solidly in the ground, but once you pull it up, it's actually kind of buoyant. Okay. And, like, it'll help you and Allie get up to the top. Okay. There is a moment of you all just kind of, like, looking around this, these crashing waves of purple blood water. And after a moment, the stalactites start, stop falling, and the waves start to settle, and, and... Floating not too far away from you, like probably 30, 40 feet away from you, is a boat made of bones. And one of the skeletons is on it and is like, do you need a ride on our bone? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? If we're kind of in dire straits, I think what happens is that I kind of like, I disengage from the mech, so I kind of just leave it there. And then now I'm just like back in my form. And I'm like, yeah, we would really appreciate one if you could help. And uh, the boat turns to you and starts coming towards you. It's moving on like invisible winds. There's not even a sail, but it's just like drifting. Mm -hmm. 
and the bow passes you and you come up to the back of it and one of the skeletons like all right grab onto the sternum and you can get on up ah. <laughs> oh god i hate this and i think we just see a panel of you all in this boat do you want to show how you get out of this cave or do we want to just skip ahead see i told you you wouldn't die here yeah that's still not very reassuring with what we had to do um i kind of want to hand hand wave getting out of this cave is that okay i'm good with that absolutely hey uh ali remember that copy of the blade that you had yeah you don't have it anymore yeah i know i just drop shit on the ground when i'm done with it oh it's not littering if it's all comic books and at the bottom of this page we get a nice like full page shot of the bone on the top of this water yeah. and at the bottom of the water this snake's tail just wraps around the hilt of that blade and we turn the page and you all are back in c4 av is now wearing a t-shirt that says obligatory bone pun <laughs> <laughs> been <sighs> at no point saw her change can i open the chest absolutely yeah, so I'm gonna open the chest in front of in front of Allie. And inside is a golden spyglass. I think Ben kind of sits on the ground, and he's and he kind of like gives out this big sigh. He says, "Allie, thank you so much for all the help today." Oh, my pleasure. It was fun. I was here anyway. Wait, why was I here? Any chance you're going to be showing up for, I don't know, like the big battle or anything like that? Because I feel like this is going to culminate to just a crazy fight. Oh, yeah, it's going to get rough. Okay. Uh, well, actually, I uh, had a, someone wanted to talk to you about. You're pretty throw yourself on the sword, aren't you? What, what do you mean, Allie? Like... I haven't read ahead, but I've seen your narrative plot before, and be careful, Ben. Don't look for a chance to sacrifice yourself. Sometimes that's the easy way out. If you've already read my story, and he kind of lays down on the ground because he's just so tired from this, you already know what's going to happen. Sometimes it changes. There's an editor's note that says, it won't. I think we see Allie glance like up into the right a little bit and just go, shush. Allie, I want you to roll a comfort and support for me. Okay. Do I have influence ever, Ben? I don't think so. Okay. That's a six. Can I spend a team from the pool <laughs> and just like try to be as open to the stranger's words as much as I possibly can? I'll allow it. All right. All right, that bumps it up to a seven. So on a seven and nine, um, Ben, you can clear a condition or mark potential if you open up. Yeah, 100% clearing a condition. What does that look like as you like open up to Ali in this moment? Look, you've gotten to see, I mean, reality altering, I, mean, I, I kind of still don't get it, but like, you know, I'm, so, I'm trying to wrap my head around it. And like, it just sounds like you have a lot more information than you're letting on. Is that safe to say, Ali? Yeah, I do my best to avoid spoilers. No one really wants to know exactly what's coming. That's cool. I, I, I respect you for that. Trust me, knowing everything that's coming gets boring. Can you at least give me a bit of comfort to know that, like, Lucy and Claire are going to make it out of this? 
And as Ali is in this quiet moment, we get a panel pulled back. And Ben, you're kind of glancing around, still in Blade of Sorrow's form. And you see Lucy's chrysalis on the table, which, as you remember, has the story of her life written on it. Oh, God. I feel like in the moment I'm tempted to look, right? I'm just, I'm tempted. A.V. steps up to you, and I think she, like, puts her hand on your shoulder and is like, I can't tell you any specifics, but be a team. Don't be individuals fighting your own path. You all need each other. I think in that moment we see Ben look at Lucy's chrysalis again, and then, like, make the internal decision to not look. Oh, right. The reason I came. And I pull my phone out of my pocket. And I, I pull up a, like, a phone tracking app. I think my ex is in C4 for some reason. And I think we get a, like, flurry of panels and me, like, pulling a vent cover off, reaching out, and then pulling my hand out, uh, holding a mouse. And our, our readers recognize this as Murky Mouse, who is one of Calvin's teammates, who until this moment you did not know was spying on you. This little pipsqueak's been ghosting me. I think I look at it, I look at him, and it's like full demon mode. I put that dude through the wall of C4. And I feel like that's like going to be like, you. the last panel is you see the outside of it. And like, you see me actually like, like how strong is C4 is like, like walls? Is it like metal? Is it like some sort of alien tech? So it's a little gross. The ship is alive. Now there's no soul in the ship anymore. It doesn't feel pain anymore. Because, you know, you got Laura out. Could it be that, like, the ship, like, kind of anticipates it and, like, opens a hole? And I just hit Murky Mouse as hard as I can outside so we start a fight out on the street. I am totally fine with that. Yeah. And, uh, for dramatic purposes, C4 is not too high above the ground right now, so the drop isn't going to kill him. Mm -hmm. But he goes, like, skittering across the ground... And we see him land in the middle of this street at the feet of Lucy and Clara, who are coming back the next morning with bagels. Overreaction, Ben. I wasn't even that into him. And with that, our issue comes to an end. Harbor Heroes is produced by Icy Sheets, T.P. Huth, Elliot Peterson, and Sean Geddes, and edited by Icy Sheets and Sean Geddes. Icy, they, them, can be found on Twitter at Icy New Year or at IcyNewYear.com. T or Tess, she or her or they, them, can be found on Twitter and Instagram at tphuth94. That's T-P-H-U-T-H-9-4. Elliot, she, her, or they, them, can be found at Elliot Yulen on Twitter. That's E-L-L-I-O-T-Y-L-E-N. Sean, any pronouns, can be found at The Crumpet on Twitter. That's T-H-E-C-R-U-M-P-I-T. This issue was GM'd by T. Huth. Flyby was played by Jane Berry, she, her. You can find her at Jane-Tarzan on Twitter. The Wild Thing was played by Rose Hahn, she, her. Rose is a theater maker, voice actor, and content creator. You can learn more about Rose by following her on Twitter and Instagram at SmileyRosie or visiting her link tree, which can be found in the text credits. SmileyRosie is S-M-I-L-E-Y 
R-O-S-E-Y-Y-Y-Y. The Blade of Sorrows was played by Jason Patrick Gallett. Jason, he, him, known in pop culture circles as JPG, is a pop culture critic and geek educator, enhancing how people interact with media on an educational and inclusive level. His public speaking engagements have placed him on convention stages like WonderCon and San Diego Comic-Con, and he has taught concepts like tabletop RPG mechanics, science fiction, and graphic novels for academic institutions and corporate events. Also an avid tabletop RPG enthusiast, you can find his voice on actual plays like Nerds on a Roll, Moon Harbor Heroes, and Perception Studio. You can find him on social medias at JPG. That's J-A-E-P-E-A-G-E-E. Flyby was played using the custom playbook, The Candle, written by Mrs. Pineapple Face, she, her. You can find more of her work at mrspineappleface.itch.io or on the Masks A New Generation Discord. The Wild Thing was played using the custom playbook, The Beast, written by Lazarus, he, him, as part of the Lazarus Initiative. You can find The Candle and The Beast at the link in the show notes. The music in this issue is Mistake the Getaway by Kevin McLeod. A link to his website and the license will be in the show notes. Moon Harbor Heroes is played using Masks A New Generation, written by Brendan Conway and produced by Magpie Games, and other games by independent creators. Our logo was designed by Beautiful Beasties. She can be found on Instagram at beastly.doodles or on Patreon at patreon.com slash beautifulbeasties. For updates and more information, find us on Twitch and YouTube by searching for Moon Harbor Heroes or follow us on Twitter at Moon Harborcast. If you want to contact us, DM us on Twitter or email us at moonharborheroes at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this issue, please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice or tell a friend. Five-star reviews and word of mouth are really the best way to keep bringing these stories to more people. And thank you for helping us save the world. We'll see you next issue.